It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Syracuse Sports Radio on Spreaker.com and on the Spreaker app. So happy to be with you folks this morning. I'm your host, Brandon Nunning. Happy Halloween from all of us here at BWN Radio. So happy to be with you folks once again. We have an awesome show planned for you folks. This is our first Halloween show since, I believe, since we began BWN Radio. Because the last time we did a Halloween show, we did BWN Radio Spooky Night of Terror. I wonder how many people remember that. But anyway, folks, we have a great show for you folks today. Folks, we have your scores from around the league. We got your recap of number 16, Syracuse, taking on Notre Dame at the Dome. We'll talk about that and how that went for the Orange. We'll also talk about Syracuse's first matchup, our first exhibition game against Indiana PA. We'll talk about how that went and our thoughts on that. We'll talk about the NFL Week 8 predictions and best bets. We'll talk about the World Series Game 2 last night. We'll talk about the NBA and, of course, our final thoughts involving a topic that the last time we discussed a topic involving these two, it did not end well for us. Kind of like a flashback for us. So good morning, everyone. Hopefully everyone's having an amazing day today. We got a great show. Like I said, this is our first show on Halloween since... Like I said, our Spooky Night of Terror, which that was way back towards the beginning, which if anyone be, if anyone actually remembers the Spooky Night of Terror show, <laughs> let, let me just say that that was when we were still a young show. We didn't really have much planned, and of course we, we tried to mimic like college mascots were pretty much in 
our studios and we had like a big murder mystery it involved Otto and involved Duke Blue Devil it involved so many different things and it was insane and it was not very well planned but now our shows are very well planned and now supposedly we're professionals again but anyway let's dive right into it let's get to your scores from around the league let's start with the NBA folks last night the Miami Heat take a loss to the to the Sacramento Kings, 119-113. to 113. The Indiana Pacers get a win over the Brooklyn Nets, 125-116. In overtime, it was the Charlotte Hornets getting the win over the Golden State Warriors, 120-113. to 113. It was the Philadelphia 76ers getting the win over the Chicago Bulls, 114-109. It was the Milwaukee Bucks getting a win over the Atlanta Hawks, 123-115. In overtime, it was the Oklahoma City Thunder getting the win over the Dallas Mavericks, 117-111. to 111. And it was the Memphis Grizzlies getting a win or taking a loss to the Utah Jazz by one point, 124-123 in that one. In college football, it was number one, Georgia, getting a win over Florida, 42-20. It was number three, Tennessee, getting a win over number 19, Kentucky, 44-6 in that one. It was number 10, USC, Getting the win over Arizona, 45-37. It was number four, Michigan, getting a win over Michigan State, 29-7. It was number 15, Ole Miss, getting a win over Texas A&M, 31-28. It was number 21, North Carolina, over Pittsburgh, 42-24. It was number two, Ohio State, getting a win over number 13, Penn State, 44-31. It was number seven, TCU, getting the win over Virginia, 41-31. Number eight, Oregon, getting the win over California, 42-24. It was number 9, Oklahoma State, taking a huge loss to number 22, Kansas State. 48 nothing was the score in that one. Louisville gets the upset win over Wake Forest, 48-21. to Number 17, Illinois, gets a win over Nebraska, 26-9. It was USF, or UCF, getting the win over number 20, Cincinnati, in an upset, 25-21 in that one. Missouri gets a win over number 25, South Carolina, 23-10. And it was number 12, UCLA, getting the win over Stanford, 38-13 in that one. In the NHL, it was the Hurricanes in overtime over the Philadelphia Flyers, 4-3. It was the Krakens over the Penguins, 3-1. It was the Rangers over the Stars, 6-3. It was the Panthers over the Senators, 5-3. 5-3. It was the Lightning over the Sharks, 4-3 in that one. In overtime, it was the Sabres over the Blackhawks, 4-3. It was the Red Wings over the Wild, 2-1. Uh, it was the Kings over the Maple Leafs, 4-2. Canadians over the Blues, 7-4. Islanders over the Avalanche, 5-4. It was the Capitals over the Predators, 3-0. And the final between the Oilers and the Flames ended in a 3-2 victory for the Oilers. In Major League Baseball last night, it was World Series Game 2. It was the Astros picking up a win over the Phillies 5-2. That's your scores from around the league. If you folks want to check up on the latest scores or get the latest headlines, head over to ESPN.com or download the ESPN app. Alright, speaking of scary, let's talk about last night's game between number 16 Syracuse and Notre Dame, folks, this game took place in a sold-out JMA wireless dome on Saturday. Syracuse ended up being really banged up this game, including their starting quarterback, Garrett Schrader, who would end up leaving the game with an apparent injury. 
the Orange defense and offense both had banged up players, and of course that would show on the field as folks Notre Dame would pick up a win over number 16 Syracuse. 41-24 to was the final in that one. I mean, what more can I say? Syracuse, they tried to fight back, tried to keep it a close game. They were down by one score late in the fourth. However, a special team's mistake, a turnovers, it would it was just a rough game overall for the Orange and of course it would show as I mean Syracuse just really couldn't get anything going offensively. Notre Dame pretty much controlled this game. Schrader got banged up. I mean it was it was just a rough game to watch if you were an Orange fan and you were in that dome yesterday. And the worst part is it was sold out. I mean, it looked like it was going to be a good one to start. I mean, at the end of the first, it was 7-7. Then Notre Dame would score 14 unanswered points in the second quarter. Syracuse would try to bounce back in in the third by scoring 10 points. There, Notre Dame only picking up three. However, in the fourth is when Notre Dame really ran away with it. They scored 17 in the fourth. Syracuse only seven. Uh, Like we said, Garrett Schrader left with an apparent injury. We don't know if we have the latest update on that injury yet. As far as we know is he's still injured. We did see that Garrett Williams ended up leaving on crutches, which is a huge loss for Syracuse. Overall, Sean Tucker had 60 yards, one touchdown. Getson, he had 78 yards with one touchdown. Uh, It would end up being Del Rio... Wilson, who would come in for the Orange, he would complete 11 of 22, would have 190 yards, one touchdown, one interception, which the one interception he had I thought was pretty forced. I thought he tried to throw it downfield and ended up getting tipped and into the defender's hands. Uh, if I was him, I, I I don't blame him for trying to get something going offensively in the air. However, I, I believe that that was the wrong time to do it. I would have gone for the for the run, you know, just kind of confuse them a little bit. Um, but like we said, overall, Notre Dame had 362 yards of offense. Syracuse had 286. Syracuse had two turnovers. Notre Dame had one. And Notre Dame would have 22 first down. Syracuse would have 15. Uh, Syracuse is now, now advances to 6-2 and two on the season, 5-1 and one at home. Uh, they are now second in the ACC Chances are today they might fall out of the top 25. We'll have to wait and see on that. I, I do believe that they will fall out of the top 25. They moved to 6-2 and two overall. Uh, their next game is going to be at Pittsburgh uh, next weekend at 3.30 p.m. on the ACC Network. And like we said, the, the, this was a tough loss for Syracuse. I, I feel like they needed this win to kind of get back on track, especially what, after what happened in Clemson. You know, they only lost by by six. You know, it, it was a tough loss for them. They needed to bounce back. I thought that they had all the momentum going into this game, um, but it, it, it's pretty clear in, injuries really do affect it. And, you know, I, I think game planning kind of went into it as well. Uh, I know Dino Barbers kind of went into this game you know, kind of praising that his team needed to get this win. However, Syracuse, like we said, they couldn't really get anything going offensively. They couldn't really, they couldn't really keep up with Notre Dame, even though that they fought back in that third quarter. And you know, they tried to make it a, a, a close enough ball game. It, it, it was still, it was still tough for 
Syracuse to really get anything going offensively, uh, especially after Schrader left the game with an injury, which we're still trying to see what his injury is because as far as I know, we haven't really heard what his injury is yet. Yeah, because even ESPN still says that it's an undisclosed injury he left in the second half because of it. Uh, which is awful because he only had 5 of 14 passes for 35 yards and a 13-yard touchdown pass to Gedson, who was his only touchdown. Backup quarterback, Carlos Del Rio Wilson, tried to spark the orange. He tried. I mean, like I said, Syracuse really put up a fight this game, and I don't blame them for putting up a fight. I, I, I think that they showed grit out there, How and, you know, I know a lot of fans are going to be upset by that, you know, that, oh, Syracuse didn't really do anything that game. But, I mean, come on. I mean, Syracuse put up one hell of a fight. I mean, up until the fourth quarter. Once the fourth quarter happened, then it was pretty much downhill from there. Uh so, like we said, I, I, I honestly predict that Syracuse will fall out of the top 25 today, um, which is something that I don't want to say. I don't want to say that my Orange are going to fall out of the top 25. However, I think that they don't need to worry about the top 25 right now. I think they need to worry about the rest of their remaining schedule. Uh, like we said, they have a tough matchup. They're going to be on the road against Pittsburgh. Uh, that's Like we said, that's going to be at 3.30 p.m. on the ACC Network. Uh, as of right now, Syracuse is the favorite to win that one. They are 57% favorites to win it. Um, Pittsburgh, you know, they took a tough loss this weekend, too, to number 21, North Carolina. 42-24 was the final in that one. So maybe Syracuse walks away in that one with a victory. Um, it really depends on if Schrader's playing. Uh, definitely need to see what his injury is. Definitely need to see if we see a bunch of players returning for Syracuse because, like we said, they were a bit banged up that game, so we're going to have to wait and see what happens. Um, but overall, we'll have to wait and see what the Orange can do. I mean, that that that's really all we can say on that one. Sticking with Syracuse here, folks. Uh, Syracuse men's basketball, they played their first ex- exhibition game against Indiana PA, a Division II matchup. And... If you are fans of Cardiac Cuse, (laughs) yeah, get ready for some Cardiac Cuse this season. And the reason I say that is because of this performance in just an exhibition game. And I know it's just an exhibition game, but I mean, come on. Come on. Syracuse should have ran away with this one early, but they didn't. Uh... At the end of the first half, and the reason I say that is because at the end of the first half, Syracuse was down by one to this team. They would end up scoring 54 in the second half to win 86-68. As we are just days away from the tip-off of the college basketball season. And folks, you know, that's my favorite time of year. I don't care what is on TV. I don't care if it's NFL football. I don't care if it's... NCAA football, the minute Syracuse basketball or any college basketball comes on TV, my eyes are immediately glued to it. Okay, that that's just how I've always been. But overall, four Syracuse starters put up double figures. Senior guard Joe Girardi had 17 points. Senior center Jesse Edwards had 16. Sophomore forward Benny Williams had 15. And freshman guard Judah Mintz had 14. Uh, 
as they helped the Orange get a 86-68 victory in the exhibition against Indiana PA. Uh, This was scary because Syracuse did not get the lead until Benny Williams had a deep three, which would make it 56-54 with 10-29 on the clock in the second half. Uh, definitely, <laughs> definitely scary moments in that one. You know, I feel like we're in for a long season with Syracuse, but however, that's just how we've always been. We always stuck with Syracuse. We got to stay with it. But, uh, some notable numbers tonight. That win was the 24th straight exhibition victory for Syracuse, the, a streak that extends back to the 2010-2011 season. Williams recorded a double-double by recording 15 points and grabbing a game-high 12 rebounds. Syracuse led Indiana PA in the second chance points, 21-12. to And overall, Syracuse picks up the victory as they would run away with it from there, 86-68 in that one. As their next exhibition matchup for the Orange... We'll be back at the JMA Wireless Dome on Tuesday, November 1st, when they host Southern New Hampshire in their final exhibition game of the season. Tip-off is around 7 p.m., and the contest will be streamed live on the ACC Network Extra. So, and Plus, I, I did hear that tickets are available for that game, so make sure you folks get tickets. Check out these exhibition games because they are our first look at the orange this year however they're not our first full look at the orange you know what i mean like they're not our first actual look at this syracuse basketball team until we can see syracuse in the actual basketball matchup and i believe i i believe their first actual matchup of the season let me pull it up here see this is bad because i don't even have the schedule in front of me usually i do very unprepared this morning. Uh, I believe their first actual matchup is going to be against Lehigh, Lehigh in Syracuse on November 7th, which is a Monday at 8 p.m. Because I know they, they have those first three games where it's going to be Lehigh, Colgate, and Northeastern. And then they have the Empire Classic where they take on Richmond and Brooklyn. And then they either face St. John's or Temple. And then they also take on Bryant. Uh, that's outside of the Empire Classic. And then, of course, they get to the ACC Big Ten Challenge where they take on Illinois in that one. And then, of course, they start their regular season from there. Or, yeah. So, overall, like I said, it was a very scary moment. But if you fans are fans of Cardiac Q, so like I am, then you guys know what we're in for. All right, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we'll talk about the NFL Week 8 predictions and best bets. We'll talk about the World Series. We'll also talk about the NBA and how some teams are scaring their fans and how one team is making all the headlines right now. And we'll also talk about a final thoughts, which involves two people that we talked about back in the past and... The last time we talked about them in the past, we did not get met with a very happy response. So stay with us live here right on BW Radio, the number one Syracuse sports radio on Spreaker.com and on the Spreaker app. 
fans enjoying the show. Make sure you folks tune in to BWN Radio every Sunday right here on Spreaker.com and Spreaker app. Make sure you folks download the Spreaker app on all your mobile devices. That way you folks never miss our shows. Not only that, make sure you guys join us in the live chat. We would love to hear from you folks. We'll be back with BWN Radio in just a little bit. Some spooky music to get us hyped up here. Welcome back to Be Doing Radio, the number one Syracuse sports radio on Spreaker.com and Spreaker app. Today's show is brought to you guys by Player One Coffee. Folks, Player One Coffee, of course, has been with Be Doing Radio for a while. And, of course, we love Player One Coffee. It helps us get up in the morning. Make sure you folks get your special orders of Player One Coffee today. As folks, they have the most unique flavors on the planet, from bourbon to s'mores to banana fosters, chocolate raspberry, English toffee, pumpkin spice, just in time for the fall season. Uh, make sure you folks also check out their other unique flavors, especially flamers, flavors for gamers, including Noob Tears, Working From Home, First Person Smoother, and of course their top three favorites, which of course is the Leroy Jenkins, uh, God's Gift to Gamers, uh, Overclocked Omen, and Insomniac. Make sure you folks check it out at PlayerOneCoffee.com. That's PlayerOneCoffee.com. Make sure you folks also check out their Rare Drop of the Month, where you get a random drop of the month from player one coffee that has your most random flavor in it make sure you check it out at player one coffee.com that's player one coffee.com all right it's time for my favorite part of the show because it's we're heading into that best part of the day today which of course is the nfl week eight predictions and best bets where we give you guys not only our predictions However, we also give you the, the betting lines. These all come from Caesar's Sportsbook. So let's start. What do we got on tap for today's games? Well, at 9.30 a.m. on ESPN Plus at Wembley Stadium in London, it's going to be the Denver Broncos taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville is a three-point favorite with the over-under being 40-and-a-half. Ooh. Let's ride versus the Jaguars that put up one hell of a fight last week against the Giants. Uh, give me the Jaguars to win this one. I don't. Th- I don't believe Russell Wilson and the Broncos are going to get a win. Are going to get a win in London. So give me the Jacksonville Jaguars to get a win. Give me that three and a three point favorites and give me the. I'm going to say it's a shootout between these two. I'm going to. I'm going to say give me the over in that one. I. I still. I still think it's going to be a good game. I'm going to say over in that one. All right, at 1 p.m. on Fox, it's going to be the Carolina Panthers taking on the Atlanta Falcons at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta's minus four favorites with the over-under being 41. Give me the Falcons to win that one uh, with the minus four and give me the under in that one. At 1 p.m. on Fox at the AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, it's going to be the Chicago Bears taking on the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas is a minus 10 favorite with the 42-and-a-half. See, I heard Zeke isn't playing today, and I feel like that's going to be a factor. So I don't believe it's going to be minus 10. 
but I'm going to say give me the Cowboys to win that one. I'm going to say I'll take the minus 10. I'm not a favorite. I'm not a fan of it, but give me the minus 10. And I'm going to say under. I'm going to say under in that one. At 1 p.m. on CBS at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan, it's going to be the Miami Dolphins taking on the Detroit Lions. <coughs> Sorry, had to sneeze on that one. And of course, I spilt my drink this morning. Jeez, I'm really doing good. Um, Dolphins versus Lions. Miami's minus three and a half favorite, with the over/under being fifty-one and a half. I'm going to say Miami gets the win there because Detroit is already in talks about firing their head coach and everything. So I'm going to say give me Miami with the minus three and a half. And I'm going to say it's under, under the 51 and a half. At 1 p.m. on Fox at the U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, it's going to be the Arizona Cardinals taking on the Vikings. Minnesota is a three and a half point favorite with the over under being 49. I'm going to say Vikings get the win. They're going to advance to 6-1. I'm going to say minus 3.5, and and I'm going to say it's going to be under in that one. At 1 p.m. on CBS at the Caesars Superdome in New Orleans, it's going to be the Raiders taking on the Saints. Las Vegas is a a 1.5 favorite with the over-under being 49.5. Ooh. This one's a toss-up. Dalton versus Carr. I'm gonna say Raiders get the win. I'm gonna say give me, give me the Raiders minus the one and a half. I'm gonna say over for that one. I, I feel like that one could be a shootout. At 1 p.m. on CBS at MetLife Stadium in East Rutherford, New Jersey, it's gonna be the New England Patriots taking on the New York Jets. New England is a two and a half point favorite with the over under being forty. This is uh, okay. You ready for this one? I'm gonna say the Jets get the win. I'm gonna say the Jets get the win. After what the Patriots did against the Bears, I don't like it. Give me the Jets plus three, plus the two and a half. And I'm going to say the over-under, give me the under in that one. I feel like the scoring is going to be low in that one. All right, then 1 p.m. on CBS at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia, PA. It is going to be the Steelers taking on the Eagles. Philadelphia is a minus 11 favorite with a over-under of 42.5. Give me the Eagles in that one. Minus 11. Over-under, I'm going to say under. Don't know why, I just have a feeling it's going to be under. Alright, we're now heading into the 4 p.m. slot. We're at 4.05 p.m. on CBS in Houston. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans taking on the Houston Texans. Houston Texans are minus one favorites with the over-under being 39. Are you bleeping kidding me? Is that because... Ryan Tannehill ain't playing, and Malik Willis is starting. No. Give me the Titans. They're going to beat the Texans. Titans plus one, and the over-under, I'm going to say over on that one. All right, then. 
In Seattle, Washington, it's going to be the 6-1 and one New York Giants taking on the Seattle Seahawks at 4.25 p.m. on Fox. Seattle's a minus-3 favorite with the over-under being 44.5. Give me the Giants. They've been road dogs. They've also been the underdogs in every game that they've played so far. So give me the Giants plus three, and I'm going to say over, under, I'm going to say 40. I'm going to say under in that one. It's going to be low scoring today, I feel like. At 4.25 p.m. on Fox, it's going to be the Washington Commanders taking on the Indianapolis Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, the Colts are minus three, with the over/under being thirty-nine and a half. I'm gonna say Colts win that one, minus three, and the over/under. I'm gonna say under in that one. Then at four twenty-five p.m. on Fox, it's gonna be the 49ers taking on the Los Angeles Rams at SoFi Stadium. The line is even right now, and the over/under is at forty-two. It's even. Okay, so give me the Rams to win. And the over-under, I'm going to say it's under in that one. And then the Sunday night football game is going to be between the Green Bay Packers and the Buffalo Bills at Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. Buffalo is minus 10.5 favorites with the over-under being 47. I'm going to say it's over in that one. I'm going to say Buffalo gets the win. Buffalo 10.5 on that one. And then on Monday Night Football, it's going to be between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. And Cleveland, Ohio, Cincinnati's minus 3 favorites with the over-under being 45.5. Give me the Bengals to win that one. Minus three and under. Alright, now that we got our best bets out of the way, let's talk about that Monday night football matchup between the Cincinnati Bengals and the Cleveland Browns. That game is going to be at 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Folks, Joe Burrow taking on Jacoby Brissett. Two different, totally different stat lines here with Burrow, who has 15 touchdowns in the season. Brissett has six. Chubb, of course, the league's rushing leader with 740 yards and eight touchdowns. Mixon with four, 405 yards and two touchdowns. Chase is not going to be in this game tonight, so that's definitely going to be a factor. He was pretty much their leading receiver. He is out. Uh, Stanley Morgan is also out for the Bengals. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, they also have some players banged up, including Wyatt Taylor, who was a guard. He is out. Uh... Greg Newsom the second he is questionable. I can tell you what this is going to be an interesting matchup because now it's very scary with the fact that Jamar Chase is not playing. Uh, I do believe that Nick Chubb will provide some offense for the Cleveland Browns. We'll probably get him to the end zone a couple of times. However, overall, I just believe that the Bengals are going to find a way to win this one. Um, even though Cleveland is at home and they might have some momentum. Uh, I, I still believe that the Bengals will pick up the win in that one. Not much of a breakdown this week on this one. Haven't really had time to really dive in deep into this one. But I still believe that the Bengals and Joe Burrow will find a way to get it done against Cleveland. 
It's defense uh, because that defense has been a bit banged up. There's no doubt about it. So give me Cincy to win that one. Those are your NFL Week 8 predictions and best bets. That is brought to you guys by Caesar Sportsbook. Make sure you folks download the Caesar Sportsbook app and make sure you folks also head over to CaesarSportsbook.com. Sign up. They have great deals on your first bet. Make sure you folks check it out at CaesarSportsbook.com. All right, let's talk about the World Series. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the World Series that everyone wanted. Definitely not what a bunch of fans are saying. I know that for a fact. But let's talk about the World Series last night. And folks, let's talk about how it was game two. They were in Houston last night. Uh, Let me just say this. It was definitely an interesting night as Houston would get on the board early in the first. As they would be up 3-0 in the first. Uh, They would add, they would tack on two more uh, in the fifth. Philadelphia tried to fight back. However, they just couldn't. Series is now tied 1-1 in that one. This is an interesting World Series between the Astros and the Phillies. Uh, Definitely a lot of hype is going into this World Series. And like we said, I think we're in for one wild ride. That's all I can say on this. Uh... It was Valdez who ended up having an incredible nine strikeouts in a dominant game two outing. Uh, Wheeler was the one that took the loss. He didn't. He didn't really have a good, good night overall. I mean, they pretty much had to go with four pitchers last night. The Phillies did. Not really an incredible night for them. See, this is why I don't like talking baseball. Because I don't really know much about it. I do I do know that this year's World Series was definitely an interesting one. The reason that I say that is because of how Houston played this entire world, this entire playoff run. They pretty much were... I mean, they pretty much blew out Seattle 3-0. They ended up blowing out the Yankees 4-0. Now we have a 1-1 one 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 series here. Philly had to fight pretty much their entire way. However, by looks of it, they had blowout wins, too. I mean, they were in the wild card. They got a 2 nothing win over St. Louis. Defeated the favorite Braves, 3-1. to Defeated San Diego, 4-1. to So, I mean, I, I think we're in for a wild finish here. I think that this is going to be an interesting World Series, to say the least. I, I can honestly see it going to Game 7. I really do. I believe it can go all the way to Game 7. The next game takes place tomorrow on Fox for Game 3 where they're in Philadelphia for that one. So maybe it'll give the Phillies some hype to bounce back in that one. We'll have to wait and see what happens because, like we said, the, this this is definitely a World Series to watch. However, in my opinion, I believe Phillies will win it. Because no offense, I'm not a fan of the Astros. And I'm not saying that because I'm from New York and I'm a bitter New York fan. Because I'm not a Yankees fan. I'm, I'm just not a fan of cheaters in my sport. And, you know, in my opinion, and I'm just saying this in my opinion, I don't like cheaters. 
And I and I know that people are gonna say that was a while back. Get over it. But I mean, come on. As far as I'm concerned, they can go bang on their trash cans. All right, we're gonna take another commercial break. When we come back, we're gonna talk about the NBA, and then of course we're gonna end on, end with our closing thoughts, which involve two people. Like we said the last time, we had a story involving these two people. People took it the very wrong way. So stay with us here on BW Radio, the number one Syracuse sports radio on Spreaker.com and on the Spreaker app. updates on the show make sure you folks follow us right here on spreaker.com and on spreaker app and also follow us on our twitter at bw radio 1233 bw radio will be back in just a little bit Bad to be doing radio, the number one Syracuse sports radio on Spreaker.com and on Spreaker app. Of course, we changed our theme song today as folks tomorrow is Halloween. However, we want our sports fans to gear up with some awesome gear from our latest sponsor, which is Fanatics.com. Folks, Fanatics.com is the official partners of the NFL, Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL Hockey, the Pro Golf Tour. Uh, Major League Soccer, NASCAR, and all your favorite sports. Make sure you folks check it out at Fanatics.com. Make sure you folks are gearing up for the postseason in Major League Baseball. Whether you're fans of the Phillies or you're fans of the Astros, make sure you folks show off your pride in both the National League Champions t-shirts and the American League t-shirts. Make sure you folks check them out at Fanatics.com. If you're fans of the NFL, the Salute to Service gear is now out, so make sure you folks check that out as well. If you are fans of college Anything college, make sure you folks gear up for the college basketball season, which tips off here soon. They have all the colleges on here. They have 500-plus NCAA teams from the Alabama Crimson Tide to the Duke Blue Devils to the Louisville Cardinals to the Syracuse Orange. Make sure you folks check it out at Fanatics.com. And, folks, uh, right now going on at Fanatics.com, up to 65% off site-wide using code TREAT. That's code TREAT, T-R-E-A-T. At fanatics.com when you guys check out. That way you get 65% off site wide. Make sure you folks check it out at fanatics.com. Fanatics.com officially licensed everything. Alright, let's talk about the NBA. Because I love the NBA. I love basketball in general. Love talking about it. Of course, we are the season tipped off two weeks ago. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. To say the least, as some teams are already standing out for us as the 
best teams in basketball right now, which of course involve the Milwaukee Bucks, who are four, who are four and zero right now. The Portland Trailblazers are five and one. Their first loss coming at the hands of the Miami Heat. As folks, the top eight teams in the Eastern Conference right now are the Milwaukee Bucks, sitting at four and zero. The Atlanta Hawks and Cleveland Cavaliers both sitting at four and one right now, taking up the second and third spot. The Celtics, Knicks, and Wizards take up the four, five, and six spot as they sit at three and two. The Bulls and the Raptors are sitting at the eighth spot with three and three overall record. That'll be the top eight for you folks right now in the East and the Western Conference. The Trailblazers are four and one. They sit at the top of the Western Conference. Phoenix and the Grizzlies both sit at the two and three spot with the four and one record. And then from four to seven, we have the Jazz, Nuggets, Spurs, and Timberwolves both all sitting at four and two. And then of course at the eight spot we have the Golden State Warriors sitting at three and two. And folks, the most shocking team right now that everyone is talking about in the NBA is not any of the top teams right now. Why? Because we have a situation in Los Angeles. And the reason I say that is because the Lakers are starting off their season on a 0-5 and five streak. That's right, you heard me. 0-5. and five. The Lakers have not won a game this season. They played two games at home, two, three games away. <clears throat> Sorry. Two games at home, three games away. They now are on a five-game losing streak. And it's just so sad. And the reason I say that is because most of the top teams right now that we're used to seeing in these, you know, in the in the, in the the talks right now as being favorited teams are not in the favorites right now. I mean, the 76ers are sitting at 2-4. and four. The Miami Heat are 2-4. and four. Last year's Eastern... Eastern Conference champ or regular season champs in the Eastern Conference of Miami Heat. I mean, this is a crazy start to the NBA season. The reason I say that is because most of your favorite teams, they're not even talked about right now. It's, it's mostly the Lakers who are sitting at 0-5 and five and everyone guessing when is LeBron going to retire. Or when is Russell Westbrook going to get traded? Or when is Anthony Davis going to get cut because of the amount of injuries he has? But, no, overall, the shocking standouts as of right now are the New York Knicks sitting at 3-2 and two for me. I mean, the Knicks are sitting at 3-2. and two. Brunson's really turned that team around. And yet, looking at some of the other favorited teams here, I mean... We're off to a wild ride for this NBA season, I feel like. I feel like we're going to be seeing some things happen before the trade deadlines and everything. I feel like we're going to see some stuff happen before All-Star Weekend. So we're going to keep continuing to check in weekly with the Haz folks. We have some NBA games on tonight as the Knicks take on the Cleveland Cavaliers at 6 p.m. Then at 3 p.m. we have New Orleans taking on the Clippers. We have Washington taking on the Celtics. Golden State takes on the Pistons. Then on NBA TV at 7 p.m., it's going to be the Timberwolves taking on the Spurs. We have Orlando taking on Dallas. Phoenix takes on Houston. And the Nuggets take on the Lakers at 9.30 p.m. 
And folks, get ready because I'm going to go ahead and say it. Lakers are going to start off the season 0-6 and six with that one. So it's definitely going to be a long, long NBA season for the Lakers, I feel like. I feel like they need to get something going offensively because it's been bad. Not only that, the Nets too. And the reason I say the Nets is because, Jesus, they have been the highlights of every air ball so far. And I bet you guys can guess one name as to reason why. I'll give you a hint. His name is Ben Simmons. <laughs> Airball. Not only that, he's afraid to shoot again. He needs to start shooting. Shoot the ball, man. I mean, even Kyrie was yelling at him the other day. Somebody posted a video on Twitter saying, shoot the ball. <laughs> but I know I, I hope that this is not a reason that a bunch of teams are tanking because of this one prospect that everyone's trying to get at. And I'm not going to say his name because I'm going to butcher it, but I do know that he is very impressive. And the reason I say that is because I watched him play the other day on NBA TV. And let me just say, holy crap. Can that dude play? I mean, I'll, I'll get his name right eventually. I usually do. It took me a while to get Giannis Antetokounmpo's name right. So I definitely will get the names right here soon. I'm still trying to get Jokovic right. The Joker. Alright folks, it's time for our final thoughts and folks, this is definitely going to be an interesting one but before we do, we want to thank our last sponsor which of course is SeatGeek. Folks, SeatGeek is your one-stop place to go if you folks need sports tickets, concert tickets, Broadway show tickets, comedy show tickets, and so much more. Folks, make sure you folks check it out at SeatGeek.com and the reason that I say we love SeatGeek here is this is not any kind of plug. Well, I guess it is a plug. But SeatGeek is definitely our favorites. You know, on Ticketmaster, you know, you can just buy the tickets and, you know, just go with it. However, if you go to SeatGeek.com, it'll literally tell you what the best deals are, what the worst deals are, where you guys can get the best seating for the best price, what 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 seats are overpriced, what seats are the best deals. Make sure you go check it out at SeatGeek.com. That's SeatGeek.com or download the mobile app. And let me give you... Uh, a little taste here at SeatGeek.com right now. I searched up Southern New Hampshire Penman at Syracuse Orange exhibition game on Tuesday, November first at 7 p.m. at the JMA <clears throat> at the JMA Wireless Dome in Syracuse. There's tickets as low as five bucks, which are the amazing deal. And guess what? Those are courtside, and it literally tells me with a bright green dot that it's the best deal. Meanwhile, the worst deals are the ones that are the ones for sixty-two bucks. Which, of course, it's, it's a little red dot that tells you don't pick this one. It's literally telling you this is the worst deal. So, like we said, check out SeatGeek.com. That's SeatGeek.com. Or download their mobile app. All right. <laughs> the final thought. And the last time we had these two in a headline together, it did not end well for me. And I will give the flashback moments after I read this headline. Tom Brady and Giselle... Have officially announced their divorce after 13 years of marriage and months of speculation. Brady posted on his Instagram in recent days, My wife and I finalized our divorce from one another after 13 years of marriage. We arrived at this decision immensely and with gratitude for the time we spent together. We are blessed 
with beautiful and wonderful children who we who will continue to be the center of our world in every way we will continue to work together as parents to always ensure they receive the love and attention they deserve we arrived at this decision to end our marriage after months consideration doing so is of course painful and difficult like it is for many people who go through the same thing every day around the world However, we wish only the best for e each other as we pursue whatever new chapters in our lives that are yet to be written. And we kindly ask for privacy and respect as we navigate what is to come in the days and weeks ahead. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I do feel bad for, for Tom and Giselle. You know, I thought that their marriage was going to last, but clearly, you know, some things have changed. You know, like like we said, you can't really predict the best marriages. And like, like we said, you can't really predict anyone's marriage either. Uh, but... No, I, I, I am happy to hear that they are going to continue to work together and they do have respect for each other and they're going to continue to work, you know, for the kids to make it work. And, you know, we know that Brady right now isn't going through the best of times as his bucks fall to 3-5 and five in the season. The first time Tom Brady's been... has has lost three straight games since 2002. But anyway, let's flashback moment here because honestly the flashback I feel like is the best part of this. The last time I talked about Giselle and Tom Brady in an ESPN headline, it had something to do with Giselle being in a fashion show and Tom was suspended because of the whole deflate gate thing. And I remember calling, and this was when the show was very, un, very unprofessional back in the day where there was a lot of swearing and of course, you know, I went off my rocker a little bit, but... You know, like I said, usually back in the day, I used to get up early in the morning and get my headlines. And, of course, I wasn't very happy that morning because I was already mad over something. And I am and I believe I called the ESPN writer that wrote the article because it was the main article on ESPN.com. Like, it's a sports website, and yet we're talking about just selling a fashion show, and it only mentioned one line about Tom being suspended. I, I'm pretty sure I went off on the guy and I and I and I called him an idiot. I said that he was a bleeping idiot, that this article should not have been on ESPN.com, and that ESPN needs to fire the dude, and this and that. And apparently, someone took that as me calling Giselle or Tom an idiot, and I got met with a comment that says, "I can't believe you just called Tom Brady's wife an idiot." I did not call Tom. Brady's wife an idiot okay I I had to go on the air the next day when back when we were doing shows pretty much every day and I pretty much had to say look I did not call her an idiot and I will play it back and I played it back and all of a sudden the dude that commented that saying oh sorry I didn't listen very well yeah well you gave me a whole bunch of shit and I got met with it on Twitter again I apologize for me swearing but no, that like I I got met with just a whole bunch of crap pretty much the next day, and I was just like, why am I getting, like, oh, you called Tom Brady's wife an idiot? I didn't call her an idiot. I had to listen to the show back to make sure that I didn't. I called the guy that wrote the article an idiot, and I'm pretty sure I called the main editor for the website of ESPN an idiot because I was just like, why is this the the leading article? 
Why was this the top headline on ESPN? It made no sense. To put it nicely, I wasn't having a good day, and I pretty much just went off on the guy. I was just like, this guy's an idiot. And a lot of flashbacks. That's all I can say. All right. That was our final thought, but before we go, we do want to share a couple of things here that I received in which a couple of people have asked me, what are your plans for Halloween and what are you planning to do Uh, what are you planning to do for Halloween and what are you dressing up as well first off I'm not dressing up as anything for Halloween because A I didn't get a costume because I've been busy working and I'm pretty much just going to be chilling on Halloween I don't know about anyone else I'm probably going to be passing out candy to be honest with you I, 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 I do love Halloween Halloween is my favorite time of the year, you know, next to Christmas and all that, because it is a time where you can have some fun, dress up as whatever you want, and people don't call you a weirdo. But I do know that the past couple of times I dressed up as a wrestler. I I know that me and my me and my fiance we do want to do some kind of couple costume, and I don't blame them because that's what I want to do. Um, and I do know that the one thing about Halloween that I love is the Addams Family movies. I know that. I'm probably going to end up watching those. Uh, I do know that I'm end up going to end up watching some horror stuff this Halloween. I'm not a huge horror fan. I only watch a few horror series, but the one series that I'm definitely going to be watching is uh, the, the new Chucky series, because I've always been a fan of Child's Play. So this is definitely going to be a Halloween where I get to watch that new series. A lot of people are trying to spoil the second season for me. Don't do it. I'm I'm still fighting my way through the first season. And I'm at the part where Chucky's all burnt up and they're at a hospital and all that. So hopefully people don't ruin it for me. But no, we do want to wish people a happy and safe Halloween. Like we said, and I, I know that there's a bunch of sick people out there that do stuff to candies and all that. So make sure you folks are checking your kids' candy and all that. Staying safe on Halloween. You know, don't go crazy. Just have fun. You know, it's Halloween. Don't ruin it. Be safe. I know that Halloween is officially tomorrow, and we're pretty much recording or doing this show the day prior. So, make sure you folks just enjoy your time. Have some fun on Halloween. Don't go crazy. That's all I can say. But anyway, folks, we're officially going to get out of here for the day. Make sure you folks follow us right here on Spreaker.com and on the Spreaker app. Make sure you folks follow us on our Twitter at BWNRadio1233. We do want to thank our sponsors once again, Player One Coffee, Fanatics.com, and SeatGeek. A reminder that all of the headlines and scores today are brought to you guys by ESPN.com, and all the best bets come to you from Caesar Sportsbook. Make sure you folks download their mobile app and check out their websites as well. So, folks, we're officially going to get out of here. Make sure you folks have an awesome day. Stay safe. Have a happy Halloween. We will see you guys here next. So, uh, so pretty much here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you guys about the next couple of Sundays. Uh, we will be here next Sunday. However, for the 13th, we will not be here. We will actually be heading to MetLife to watch the Giants take on the Texans. Uh, so that's going to be a fun time for us. 
our first Giants game of the year, so hopefully that'll be interesting. So like we said, we'll be here next week. We won't be here the following week on the 13th. All right? So make sure you folks have an awesome day. Stay safe. Have a happy Halloween. We will see you guys here next week right here on BW Radio, the number one Syracuse sports radio on Spreaker.com and Rap. I'm your host, Brandon Nutting. Have an awesome day, folks. Have a good one. Behind the scenes exclusive. I remember one year when I was watching when, like when I was little. For Halloween, my mom made me dress up in a Buzz Lightyear costume, and I believe I didn't take that costume off for like forever. I was I was like really little when that happened. I remember when we went to Disney for the first time. I found a Buzz Lightyear hoodie. That is now my favorite hoodie, and it's actually hanging up right now. I, rem- I remember that. Isn't that weird? Because, like, I, I like I, for years, like, I didn't want to take off that costume. And then all of a sudden, we go to Disneyland, and I see that hoodie, and immediately my mom and my sister go, Oh, look at, look at what you're buying. This is going to be your favorite thing from Disney. I, I think I wore that every day in high school because I was just like, Hell yes. Like I like I didn't care. I got it from Disney, man. Again, I I love Halloween. It's my favorite. I don't care what anyone says. That was a BWN Radio exclusive. We will see you guys next week. Peace out, everyone.